0: Welcome to the Crime and Creative Club's Eagle Nest Podcast. Welcome back to Cram and Career Club's Eagle Nest Podcast, Episode 4, Season 3. It's great to be back. I'm your host, Craig Hookie. As always, joined by the lovely, the wonderful Jordan Margenberger. How are you, mate?
1: I'm very well, Craig. Thank you very much for uh, having me back on again. I say that every week, but uh, we definitely argue off air about whether I should retain my spot. And every week, I'm very passionate about staying on uh, while you don't share the same view.
0: Well, there was a challenger last week in Macau. I think he's—he's. He's, I think he was more after my job, to be honest. I, I think your job's pretty safe.
2: He's a company man.
1: Yes, well,
0: he—he he, he is, and that voice that you heard uh, aligns with what we've been doing as of late, and that's our special guest, James Lesh. Leshy. how are
2: you? I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. How about you, box
0: Living the dream.
1: I'm very excited, Craig. There's very few people in this world that. No matter what sort of mood you're in, you you see him show up to to the club and you just can't help but smile. And that's Leshy. He's uh one of those very few people. Uh, just a great man. So I'm very excited to have him on.
2: Excited to be here.
0: And he's going out trackies.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep, in, in my in my full Rocky kit at the moment. Great tracksuit. suit. <laughs>
1: How well, are the time trials coming along? Was
2: uh, Yep, yeah, I've got about. I'm down to about three and a half minutes from my bedroom to the fridge. That's uh, down from six at the start of a at, at the start of a, the old uh, pandemic. So you know, going real well.
1: You're a workhorse. Really cutting down those numbers.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, it's a pretty big track. I think it's about six meters. Uh, but we're getting there.
0: How are you uh, dealing with the uh, whole lockdown situation, James?
2: Uh, yeah, good question. Um, honestly, it's it's a little bit of a struggle uh, working from home and my housemates away for, for work and stuff at the moment. So by myself, uh, going a few days here and there without human contact is a, is a bit of a struggle. But I guess we've just got to do what we need to do to get through. So.
1: See, I've and got we'll a hope great. It's nearly over. i got a. I've got a great question, actually, because tomorrow night, or tomorrow at some stage, Dan, the man, is going to announce our easing or our road out. Now mm-hmm. it is. It is uh, heavily publicised that there's not going to be a lot of change, but one thing that will change is for people who live on their own can nominate one person, one person only, that can come and visit them. Now, you've got to you've. Oh, yeah, I can you've, see you've where this is going. Who is that person that you're gonna be allowing to come
2: into the house? Ooh. um look, it 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 can be Cam Kelly as long as he brings nuggets for a second Ooh. nugget off. <laughs> you know, last last night, I mean, you know, obviously with the whole lockdown situation, everyone's on social media a little bit more and I saw, I mean, it's just one of the stupidest comments I've ever seen in my life. Brett Lewis thinking that he's a chance to take on either me or Cam in a nugget off. I mean, honestly, it's, it's one of the silliest things that I've seen on, on Facebook. You know, COVID conspiracy theorists included, to be honest. Well,
1: Cam is a very light frame. Some would say ladylike frame these days. The oh, he's diet- dense though. The diet of uh, carrots. It helps. It helps when we yeah, eat Diet carrots. Of carrots enough and just deep breaths for dinner, um, <laughs> you know, because mortgage repayments are quite up there at the moment. Yeah. So, I think that I think you might have limited space in the chassis these days to really take on the the vigorous nugget eating championships.
2: Yeah. Look, I mean, he hasn't kept up his breaded diet like I have. I mean, really, it's it's you yeah. know. He, he was never really close in the first nugget off, let's be honest. He had about 40 nuggets left when when the uh, the time finished up. So, you know, look, really, it's just a, it's just a race for second.
1: Are you a type of operator that when your opponent taps out that you would just go and gnaw into their nuggets <laughs> and really just flex on them? <laughs>
2: uh, look, uh, I mean, if they're not going to eat them, I mean, the if they're not going to eat them, then it's fair game, isn't it? So...
0: Uh, Now, James, we will uh, try to kick in with a few little questions here about the uh, cricket club. Uh, You've been at the cricket club for how many years, roughly, do you think? uh,
2: I think 16 or 17, basically my whole life.
0: So, yes, so what year was that start? How old were you when you started then, James? Sorry Uh, to give away your age.
2: I was 74 when I first came to the club. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh no, no, I think I was uh I think I was nine or ten. I'd played a, a few years at, at different clubs. And then uh when I was yeah, grade five I moved down to uh moved down to Cranbourne and, and started playing at the career club there. Um I did have a hiatus for one season with Upper Fern Trig but uh but then yeah, then I was back. Big contracts then. I yeah, yeah, know. yeah. I mean Look, when when you've got the kind of uh, buying power at the canteen that I do, you can kind of make some demands, so When he
1: goes up for free agency, I hear that a lot of clubs definitely put their hat in the ring.
2: Yeah, yeah. And and look, for all the poachers listening, you know, anything more than fifty cent at Dim Sim, I mean, you know, just don't even bother calling me. <laughs>
0: I love that. A commodity. Everyone wants everyone wants money for rounds, but Leshy just wants a check. Yeah, yeah. Well,
2: and, and I'll tell you what, if you, you know, I mean, you can't give them to me for free. Let's be honest. The club has to survive. But, you know, if you can get me for, for a 20 cent dim sim, I'll tell you what, I'll buy that much. Um, you know, you'll be able to argue with your suppliers that, that you can bring down your purchasing price of everything else and it just makes the club more profitable.
1: There's the businessman of uh, Leshi coming out. He is a uh, renowned traveller for his work. Leshy, how many miles in the plane, obviously, up until pandemic, have you done? Uh,
2: it's been a few. It's been a few. Um, probably, maybe, I don't know, 100,000 or something like that. I mean, it hasn't, be, it hasn't been, um, like, my, my intense travel has only been since kind of September last year. Um, but, yeah, it's, uh, it's been a bit.
0: Um, so, James, uh, I'm going to throw you straight into the probably the most important question of the whole podcast is, what's the best part about being a part of the Cranbourne Career Club?
2: I mean, I think the social atmosphere, um, you know, having a laugh and, and a beer or a soft drink after a game, whether it's to drown sorrow with a, of a loss or to uh, celebrate a victory, uh, and, yeah, just the, the camaraderie ship around the club is is something that I, I've really enjoyed, um, and that's what's kept me around so long.
0: Now, uh, I'm going to throw another question out there. Your favourite memory of being oh. at the Crownburn Career Club? Um,
2: honestly, if I think of favourite memories, it's probably off-field. Um, and, there's, and there's a thousand... Remember, there's kids listening. <laughs> there's a there's a thousand times that I've been to, uh, that I've been laughing, you know, unbelievably hard just to, at the stuff that's happened around the club. Um, a, a particular fall from grace from from Big Chop's Lamb which probably is probably up there. Um, <laughs> uh, but look on the field, there's there's a couple that stick out. I I played in um I played in a semi final uh, in D grade a long time ago. Uh, when when Mark Franken was captain and we got bowled out for I don't know 130 and the other mob was early on day two was about none for th- none for 30 or so and uh, and we ended up bowling him out for 60 I think it was Clint Fraser took six for not many and uh, and and then we had uh, Ned took a hat trick as well to take the last three wickets to get us through the grand final that was a pretty good one there's also um, we took four for six uh, in a C grade game. I think it was against Doveton. Um Jared McAleese uh took three for none and I got a stumping off uh, off the next the, the, the young Shoa Baktar as uh, as Shrey Satyapanthi uh, nicknamed himself. So uh yeah, that was that was another good one to come from. Nowhere to win was good.
0: So Saint Bridges, Saint Louis, Turf Five isn't in that top memory. No,
2: yet? no, no, no. If uh, if you remember that day, Craig, I turned to you about fifty-three overs in and just said, "Take the gloves off me." Do you <laughs> want to I keep? It? I can't do this anymore. It was uh, the wicket was was staying quite low, and we had a medium we had a medium pacer on, and in order to stop the ball, I moved up to the stumps because yeah, you know, I wasn't going to stop it with my hands, but it might hit me gut, and uh, and then. The bowler was none too thrilled that I was uh, I was up at the stumps. Maybe it was because uh, he thought he bowled a little bit faster than he actually did and and then yeah, it was uh, it was it was from there that I got sent back and then the buy started on flowing. <laughs> I reckon <laughs> oh, there was still oh, look look I I d I don't know how many there was, but it went up in fours, I'll give you that much. <laughs> <laughs> Can we name this player who was bowling? Oh yeah, it was uh, it was it was Sean Hinckley. Okay. Yeah, he uh, hasn't been in the club for, But I mean, the next week when we will bat, and I, I gave him not out, LBW, he's plum, So yeah, swings and roundabouts.
0: <laughs> That's cricket. Uh, now, at a very young age, you got involved in the committee. What year did you ho- jump on? Uh,
2: I think I was sixteen or seventeen. So I, I think maybe about twenty twenty ten, twenty eleven, something like that.
0: And what uh brought that up, Tom? Um,
2: I mean look, the you know, the club was a way for me to get away from uh, from, you know, things that were happening in life and and I mean, you know, from the age of I don't know, eight or nine till about eighteen or nineteen I was I was like obsessed with cricket. Um, you know, like really like let me give you an example. When I was I think when I was about seven or eight the neighbours from across the road, they had, um, they had a, an uncle, that apparently kind of looked like Brett Lee, but they just told me, hey, we've got our uncle coming over, and my, our uncle's Brett Lee, and I mean, I was that excited, <laughs> that I went across the road when I knew the uncle had arrived. I saw the car out the front, and I was dressed in my whites. And I proceeded to walk in the house and, and basically say, where's Binger? And uh, to to raucous laughter, I mean, they were just, they were beside themselves. And I was unbelievably ashamed. Um, you know, scoring, scoring test cricket. I mean, you know, this is how obsessed I was. So, um, you know, I, I, I really loved the game and, 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 the club gave me – I felt gave me a lot. Um, and, and yeah, I just wanted to give back, so.
0: Um, so your committee work obviously went uh, for a large number of years, which uh, you won a Best Club Person mm-hmm. Award. What season was that in?
2: 2013-14. Uh, I think it was the year we won the Turf 2 flag.
0: Yeah, yeah, and that was something that meant a lot to you personally.
2: Yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, like like I said, the club, you know, I felt the club gave me more than I gave them back, and um, you know, it, it was really, I mean, if you think about just the uh, the social connections that that I helped made, I mean, I wouldn't be in the role you know, the, that I'm in at the moment or the job that I had before that, if it wasn't for, if it wasn't for, I guess, networking through the career club and building those friendships. Um, and yeah, I mean, we put a lot of hard work in that year. Uh, we'd won the flag and then, and then I guess out of the entire club to be named the best club person, it was, it was a great honour.
0: I do remember that year quite fondly. And I, would I be wrong in saying that James, that the career club was seven days a week for you? Yeah.
2: Uh, Look, I think that that would probably be accurate, yeah.
0: Most definitely, most definitely, I think it is. Um, And it was very well-deserved. Do you remember? Yeah, yeah, I remember
2: that. I was, uh, yeah, yeah. But what I remember more, and I just want to bring this up, is is there's a photo floating around, I think, of that night. And Cam Kelly has got the crookedest nose that I've ever seen in that photo. (laughs) And, uh, you know, I think that that is the main thing that needs to be remembered.
0: I actually went searching for that photo the other day and couldn't find it, so I'm gonna to have to go for a harder search. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We did do it's a hard, little bit it's... of photo searching, didn't we, Craig? <laughs> we we did. We oh, did. did. And the ca- there's a lot of photos. James.
2: James. Yeah, I mean, you know, when I when I look for like a a LinkedIn profile photo, there's not many there's not many to choose from, but um, you know, if there's one with a beer in my hand or or, you know, in 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 a situation where you would laugh at me, not with me. Uh, I think there's, you know, there, there's a, a plethora of options.
0: <laughs> now, your playing career, James. How would you best describe your your cricket ability?
2: Um, I mean, look. I mean, if you had to describe me in one word, it'd be whip it, wouldn't it? Um, <laughs> small, agile, uh, <laughs> quick, bet- <laughs> yeah, quick between the wickets. Um, no, no. Look, I mean, uh, you know, I I have, you know, I've always liked to open the batting. I've never really liked to to wait, um, and and it's kind of suited me. I think I've probably started to bat more aggressive as I've got older. But certainly as a teenager, I was uh, maybe not quite as slow as Craig, but um, and that's uh, strike rate and between the wicket. Um, but but I was definitely. Uh, <laughs> But but yeah, I, was, I definitely took my time uh, at the crease, um, and yeah, I've I've always tried to uh, to keep to the best of my abilities. But I think that um, yeah, as as time wore on, I've probably got uh, more and more, or sorry, not not I've, my my ability has kind of faded. So
0: I do think that you're one of the underrated batsmen, to be honest, James.
2: Yeah, I mean, you know, um, I think my stamina is probably what. What what what's Kilby, so but you know, that's that that is what it is. So You've got a batting
1: award, haven't you? The... Is your name up on the honor boards? Well that's what I was Yeah. Yeah,
2: I mean the con like this is how well I batted that year when Steve Spoljaric heard what my uh, what my average was. <laughs> he asked if it was if it was the batting or the bowling average and then when he found out it was a bowling average he told me to throw it in the bin or hand it back. <laughs> so
0: Hey, I believe I believe he turned around to the person next to it, but surely he's gonna hand that back.
2: <laughs> Something like that, yeah.
0: Yeah. Where's that trophy currently?
2: Uh, well, funny story, um I I went straight from the presentation to a fiftieth birthday party and it got broken that night. Um so oh. yeah, but I think I think the half a trophy that's still intact is is in my bedroom somewhere. <laughs>
0: Now, sticking with your playing talent, James. Now, there was a famous night we all went down to the nets with Sean Petrie running a bowling machine. Can you can you just explain to the listeners about this beautiful training night?
2: Yeah, well, I mean, you know, Sean decided to uh, to to turn the uh, the speed up on the uh, on the bowling machine, and. Uh, he, he, I don't know, he, with the jugs ball, he was managing to get the ball to seam. I don't know how. Um, I mean, you know, better than he's ever bowled in his life, I would imagine. And uh, and proceeded to get me on, on the inside thigh where I didn't have a thigh guard. Uh, <laughs> maybe three or four times. So I think that was maybe on a Thursday. So the next Tuesday, Sean was sitting at the club. and uh, And I decided to show him his handiwork. Now, I showed him the first bruise uh which was you know it was cricket ball size you know nice and purple and yellow and then he goes yeah i mean you know but that's not really worth showing me i mean everyone gets a bruise and then i i, I raised my shorts a little bit higher to show a bruise that i think you know is probably eight balls like yeah eight, eight it is it is the area that eight balls would would provide if if they hit you simultaneously and um, I guess to get a chuckle and black and and black and I mean to get a chuckle out of the big guy and, and for him to say, oh yeah, that's a pretty good one. I mean that just kind of shows you the uh, yeah the size of the, that bruise.
0: Yes, no, I do I do remember that that night very that training night very very clearly.
2: Yeah, yeah, and I mean I was limping for oh, it must have been two and a half years, so it was it was pretty good. <laughs>
0: It was uh definitely a bell now, what's your favorite season of cricket that you've ever played
2: favorite season of cricket um would probably be i can't remember specifically when if it was fifteen sixteen or or 14 fourteen fifteen um but it was definitely the chance to play uh the chance to play turf cricket um and and perform i mean personally reasonably well um you know there was uh, there was a game out at out at Dingley um, where where I made sixty odd, and then I think the the next week it it rained all day Friday, and 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 Craig, I was over at your house with uh, with with Ryan Jones, and we we well and truly played the rain card, and then oh, when I it was played when when I arrived at the ground the next morning, and I saw that the uh, umpire was putting the stumps in. I just uh, I was confused because I mean the rain card had been played. There was no chance that we were going to get on, and uh, we we lost the toss. And of course we were batting on on a wet wicket because the covers hadn't been put down because that's how wet it was on Thursday. And uh, and yeah, I I ended up making fifty or sixty, and and it kind of helped us kind of helped us win the game. Uh, yeah, so that was that's probably. One of the favourite seasons, and then inside that, one of the favourite games I've I've played in. So
1: there's no uh, there's no bigger sinking feeling than rocking up to a game on a Saturday, knowing that you've played the rain card, and, and you see the umpire getting ready for a game, and you just want to walk up to him and go, "Excuse me, sir, I, I've played a rain card. There's no way we're playing
2: today." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Doing? I mean, yeah. I mean, did Ray Nichols got not get in touch with you and and <laughs> let you know that the rain card had been played on the Friday <laughs> night? Um yeah and I mean at that stage i was I was batting three behind arguably arguably the best opening partnership the cricket clubs ever seen um I batted behind uh, i batted three behind shiny and Tom Hodge three or four times and <laughs> and and i think i think maybe uh four or five overs was the latest that I was in um, and so so yeah it was certainly it was certainly a fun time you know i remember the ball ball was kind of popping around and it was really. It was really difficult to bat, um, but yeah, luckily, I mean, in the end, the the team won. That was the main thing. So,
1: I do remember um, playing my, my favourite rain card that I ever played, and Craig knows your story. Is the time that I uh, indulged in a few drinks and and decided to then to go out to a club. Cool. and uh, I wasn't allowed in with uh, I had open shoes. They're called Birkenstocks for anyone that's uh, fashionable these Can I get days. One? I wasn't allowed in in them, so I uh, went back to my car who I'd left in the car park and grabbed out a pair of Blundstone boots, went back. The guy goes, Nut, you can't get in with uh, steel caps. So I went back and I grabbed out my cricket shoes, and because the the wicket had sort of soaked into the little holes where you take the studs out, I couldn't Mm. take them out. I went, well, I'm not going home. So I put my cricket shoes on, skated down the brick, laneway that there is, and walked up and the bloke goes, you're right, get in.
2: Fantastic.
1: I proceeded to walk out of the this club at 4am and it was still stinking hot.
2: <laughs> and I thought, "No, nah,
0: <laughs> this can't be happening. Yeah, it, had, it didn't rain till real late.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just, I, I just, you know, and... And especially like if uh, you were still wearing spikes, you know, you, that, that kind of, you know, if you were still wearing spikes, you've also got an, you know, you've also now got an added inch. I mean, that's got to be, I mean, only if only if it was while you were single, I guess. But I mean, if if you were out on the dance floor trying to, uh, trying to find a mate, that would be uh, that that might have played to your advantage.
1: Well, it was floorboards, and I was sliding all over the place. Oh, perfect,
2: perfect.
0: was <laughs> ice skating rink. <laughs>
2: Yeah, and I'm tipping and and I'm tipping that if anything happened they would have been able to retrace your steps pretty easy because you would have been creating a mark as you walked around.
1: <laughs> I do apologize for the hardwood floors. flaws.
0: <laughs> Two centres, thanks.
2: <laughs> uh,
0: James, I know why you laughed at that.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, uh, now James you encounter with Craig Landon. Can you explain those those stories?
2: Sorry, say that again.
0: Craig Landon keeping to Craig Landon or being Uh, on Craig Landon's team.
2: Yes, I mean, before this podcast, I was having a little bit of a think and obviously that story kind of popped into mind. I just want to give you, I guess, an insight into my first year of senior cricket. Um, I played, I I think, mainly the back half of the season. Uh, My first senior game, I played in F grade and uh, we got bowled out for 16, which is still the club's (laughs) lowest ever score. Um, I opened. I opened with a with a lovely fella, and 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 he said to me, "He goes, don't worry, mate. You're the youngster. I'll take first ball." Uh, he got bowled off stump first ball, and I, and I went downhill from there. I made I made five, and I think I was like the sixth or seventh wicket to fall. Um, then uh, I had another game in F grade. Then I got promoted up to D grade. I batted at eight and and ran myself out for a diamond duck. Um, so I promptly got dropped back to F-grade, and then uh, one of the, the keeper in D-grade hurt themselves, so I was back into D-grade as a keeper, and we played Sandown Park. It got hit for 450 uh, at Targeter, <laughs> and then uh, and then they, that was the same game. Mick Randall hurt his finger, and then we got bowled out for 130 the next week by one of the better teams that, that's ever played D-grade. And then, yeah, and then the next the next game obviously someone had to qualify for finals because they put me up to uh, C grade and then I wasn't meant to keep, um, there was a keeper already established in the side but he had to leave early so I donned the gloves in C grade and I I dropped a catch, it was uh, in my defence, it was a glove on off a bouncer and it was falling quite quickly, um, don't get me wrong it was still a dolly but I dropped it and uh Craig Landon, I think it was the last ball of the over, and Craig Landon followed me around until the bowl was at his mark for the next over <laughs> and gave me one of the biggest barrages I've ever caught to this date. <laughs> a- along the lines of, James, you're playing senior cricket. This is not good enough, um, but but delivered in a manner that isn't listener-friendly and, uh, and in only a way that Chops Landon could do.
0: I've seen you drop some dollies, James. Let, let's let's put yeah, it out there. Yeah. Uh, I remember there was a yeah, twenty six yeah, yeah. game yep. on a Sunday. Yeah. Uh, one <laughs> one of the yeah. great games. Uh, like makes it we I think they needed about six or seven runs to win. We needed about two wickets. Blake makes it straight to Jones, right in the bread Yeah, but,
2: okay, but but let me me talk about this from my perspective, Craig, just so (laughs) the the listener can hear both sides of the story. Three balls later, Luke Dinger bowled that, that person, and I was very cognizant of the fact that Luke wanted to do as best as he could in the club championship, and an unassisted wicket would give him the best chance to win. I mean, you lost by about seven hundred points to Spolly, but that's that's it's, it's it's the sentiment that matters. <laughs> no, no, that that
0: is actually very very nice of you, James, to to think about.
2: I'm nothing if not unselfish. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's exactly right. Um, so you touched on the nugget eating challenge a bit earlier. One of the greatest Sunday sessions ever to be known to man at the Craven Career Club. Um. So thoughts on the whole day, um, as like I want you to explain to the people the aura that was around this event.
2: Yeah, I mean, I guess to give everyone the full picture, um, a year or two prior to the nugget off, Cam uh, Kelly and I went to Kelly's for a parma off, parma again, and uh, and I mean anyone that's ever been near Cranbourne will understand the the aura that surrounds a uh, Kelly's Parmesan. And, One uh, of the
1: most overrated Parmesanas I've ever eaten, by the way. Yep.
2: Really? Yeah. Really? That sign out
1: the front needs to be taken down. Wow.
2: Wow.
0: Dude, I hope they're not looking to no, well, sponsor in the club.
1: It's dirty. It's dirty, <laughs> uh, lying money.
2: <laughs> well, I mean... I feel very strongly I, about this. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if there's ever been any That basham sauce too.
1: that they put on is absolute garbage. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I don't think that in podcast history there's been a more controversial topic, um, but nonetheless, okay, okay, Burger. If if you can't attest to the quality, you can at least attest to the size, and uh, and I I won comprehensively with a uh, with a two to one point seven five Palmer, and that also includes the the chips and salad that came with, um, two to 1.75, uh, 1.75 victory. Um, now look. I mean, there's been rumours about the amount of visits that I made to the toilet. Um, you know, there's, there's no rule that says a dog can't play basketball. There's no rule that says a bloke can't evacuate, what he needs to do in order to get the job done. <laughs> and for, so, which, for which end, though? Like... Oh, no, 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 I wasn't. I wasn't forcing anything out. You know? there, oh, there, we don't know details. <laughs> there might have been a strain and, and, and a bead of sweat fall down my forehead in the process, but <laughs> uh, but, but there was no. It was not. It was not. I, I didn't make myself spew. Um, so, following up, I mean, you know, Cam, he's he's a gallant competitor. He 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 really he really tries his best, but you know. I mean it's just like I said, it's just competition for second really and and it's a two horse race, so he's just he's he's seceded to the fact that he's going to lose and uh and so that that started there was a little bit of social media spread and uh and we decided to to make it a public event free of charge, which was grateful of us, especially when you're seeing the uh the high caliber of athlete that I was, and then obviously Cam was there as well. And um, <laughs> how many people do you think were there? Oh, look, I'd uh, say there would have been at least 60 yeah, or 70. It was, it was a big day. It was a big day. We, we sat in the sun. Uh, and it was hot. It, it was yeah. warm. And look, the one, the one mistake that we didn't make, I mean, we bought, um, it was 24 nugget. We bought five, five packets of the 24 nuggets. But, I mean, let's be honest, you know, the people at KFC aren't counting up to 120 I mean, you know they're not you know you're not gonna stand there and count a hundred and twenty, so we really should have you know it just came in two boxes, which was convenient, but we really should have counted um you know we had a we had a time limit to to finish and and I think I had three nuggets left when the time ran up, but I feel like I ate about seventy or eighty and uh and and then, in order to i guess expedite a result, we had a skull off. Which I was the victor because, as Cam says, he forgot how to drink halfway through the sculling competition. So, um, yeah, I mean, like, like I said, we, you yeah, know, Cam can believe what he wants to believe uh, that he might win or that, you know, any of the wins are tainted. But, you know, 2 0 and counting, I mean, realistically, it's an open challenge to anyone that wants to take me on. I've been.
1: I'll put you know, my hand
2: up. I reckon I'll I'll take you on. Not a chance.
1: Don't waste your money, Burger. Let's be real. Craig, you've seen my (laughs) waste. Yeah, but I'm also (laughs) seeing
0: (laughs) leashes. I'll I'll take him on. I like the sounds of this. Okay, I like where that's heading. I'll take him on. Um, Now, we have talked a lot about food, James, and you are a cooking connoisseur. Have you had any regrettable moments in the
2: kitchen? Uh, Look... There was, there's obviously this is a leading question, Craig. Um, there, there was one time that I, you know, out of the kindness of my heart, decided that I wanted to cook at family. Uh, sorry, cook at family. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, that's a different story. That's a different story. That was a great meal. Um, I, I decided that I wanted to cook a meal for my friends, and and I was over at the hooky household, and uh, I, I, I decided to make pan juice gravy. And made a critical error that I didn't put the flour in before I put the stocking. And uh and look, the gravy was uh well under par, let's be honest. And despite the fact that the gravy was no good, you know, the rest of the meal, Craig, you know, let's let's think about the rest of the meal. The rosemary and garlic flavoured lamb was superb (laughs) the roast potatoes and 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 the veggies were sublime and there's there's the tiniest little chink in the armor and like always happens i copped a barrage from the king of the house mr shane hooky and you know and i still hear it to this day and and you know it just disappoints me that you know no one talks about the fact that Clint saved two kids. It's exactly like this all over again. <laughs> so
0: hang on, Craig. I think I you... can best describe the gravy as dirt water.
2: <laughs> yeah, it was no good. It was, it was terrible. Craig, but the rest yeah. of the meal was great.
1: You've openly said on a number of occasions that your dad has makes the worst <laughs> roast that you've ever tasted. So much so yes, and I, that you I no, confirm. you sent me you sent me a video during the week on Snapchat of you throwing one of your dad's roast potatoes at Brett. Correct. So then you have the guts to, to turn around to Leslie and roast him about his roast. That makes a very thick
2: gravy, Shane. I'll tell you what. <laughs> well, if you if, want- he, if if Shane had taken a little bit of initiative and got up and got the grey box out of the cupboard. We wouldn't have been in this scenario, but it's easier to pile on than to actually get up and do the work.
0: No, 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 that's fair. That's fair. Um, now we're going to move on to our two sets of games that we've into the podcast. And Burger, you are undefeated at both of them. So, yes. uh, James, all the very best. Uh, so we're going to start off with the name game. Obviously, if you're unfamiliar with it, I'm going to list three names. Each person, uh, James and Jordan, will get an opportunity to provide one describing word um, about these persons, and I'll decide uh, what best suits. Uh, James, you get to say first. Okay. Uh, So the first name is uh, everyone's favourite, Justin
2: Dickinson. Uh, Very headbuttable. One word, James, come on. Headbuttable. (laughs)
0: okay Uh, Jordan Daddy (laughs) I am going to give (laughs) this point
2: Burger just give it to Burger
0: I'm going to give this point to Burger (laughs) Uh, the second word Burger you get to go first yep uh, is Jared McAleese Amazing, James. Thighs. <laughs> <laughs> okay, James, you get the point. <laughs> All right, the third, um, the third and last. Uh, James, you get to go first. James, you get to go first here. Sure. Uh, Clint Ayres. Goat. Okay. I like that. I like that. Uh, Jordan?
1: If he's still with us. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, mate. Just getting a <laughs> knock at the door. <laughs> the sock was on the door, Mum. Jesus Christ. It's, uh, it's, it's... <laughs> I've got Leslie I've got Leslie
0: in my ears. <laughs> uh, the, the name was uh, Clint uh, <laughs> Mr Runout. Uh I'm going to say that
1: James gets the point there so better benefits. <laughs> yeah. I was going to go with something else but it's not it's not quite appropriate. <laughs> I'll subscribe um, to his channel any guns? day. <laughs> <laughs> uh
0: James congratulations you, you're the first person to beat burger in the name game. Thanks thanks very much. Now our second game is the trivia, the Cram and Crew Club trivia. So the same rules will apply. I'll mention three questions. Mm-hmm. Um James, you'll get to go you'll get to answer first for the first, obviously. Cool. For the first question. Um Burger, you are undefeated in this as well. Yeah. So no, I'm sure you'll rank this
1: with questions with questions <laughs> pre two uh,
0: funny you mentioned that. <laughs> uh, the the first question is James, you get to answer this first. Mm-hmm. Who was the captain of the Turf 3 side in 2012 13? Oh, Matt Christ. Moore.
2: Are
0: you locking in Matt Moore? Yes. Okay. Jordan? <laughs> uh,
1: do I know this person?
0: Well, I can't give you a hint.
1: <laughs> well, I either do or I don't. It's not exactly, oh. I've still got a lot to choose from.
2: Locking Lock in, lock in Burger. I mean I know I shouldn't be I shouldn't be assisting, but I'll I
1: go open. I'll
0: go then. Alright, both of you are incorrect, it was Georgie. Mm, Crocky. Okay. Uh question two, Berger, you get to go first. Yep. When turf two last season got bowled out for twenty nine versus Dingley, who top scored with seven runs? Um I remember this very I can well. tell you who's second I can tell you who's second top scored me with four um, i'm
1: gonna say Dicko. okay, James
2: uh extras.
1: No, no extras, this is an actual No, extras, extras, oh, okay. extras, extras
2: were about 14 or 15 <laughs> or something. <laughs> yeah. Then um, uh, McDonald. I don't even know if you played. I don't think you did that day. Okay. okay,
0: both of you were incorrect. It's Timmy, Father's. There you go. <laughs> okay, so the last question. You'll all drawn. And-, <laughs> and I'm going to take closest to. Here. Okay. Okay. So last season, how many wickets did Funk take in turf to reserves? Nineteen. Okay. Burger. I'll go twenty. Oh, price he took price is rolled right at me. A, it's typical <laughs> <He's a dog. laughs> and uh he, uh, he took 21 There you again. go So
1: Bergy you're the closest I know that Funky, uh, know that Funky was uh, pretty disappointed with his season And rightfully so 21's disgraceful
0: Be better <laughs> Okay so Berger you didn't get swept in, in the game So you've been defeated in the name game But you keep your tri- trivia history together Okay that's, that's a good title to hold that- That's exactly right <laughs> Now, James, we have told everyone that you're going to be our guest today and uh again a lot of people have filed in with they want to know a lot of information or got a lot of questions. Okay. All right, so yeah, prepare to answer these questions open as honestly as you can, obviously on a public public forum.
2: Sure. Uh
0: what's the story behind the nickname Fibers?
2: <laughs> Okay, so I think it was 2010-11. Um, played in D-grade all year with Mark Franken and Silvio Marinelli, a fantastic accountant, um, was playing as well. Uh, the most manicured hands of all time. And uh, he uh, he had a client who was Albanian, if I remember correctly, and I think his company's name was Lesh Fibres. And, you know... Every time Sylvia says said the name Lash, these these two guys were giggling to themselves, and I guess you know curiosity got the better of him, and he asked why they were why they were giggling, and uh, they proceeded to say that Lash is Albanian for pubes. (laughs) (laughs) And and thus and thus for the rest of that season, the nickname Fibers uh, was was very popular in that side.
0: Uh, Very, very good. Uh, Jared McAleese would like to know, how would you best describe your bowling?
2: Oof. Um, Unsuspecting, I think, is the word. Um, You know, you see a bloke as, uh, you know, as reiki as myself uh, strolling in to deliver the ball, and you don't think there's going to be a great deal of of talk behind it, but... uh, you know the 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 very few kilos that are on my frame. I, I managed to get some good talk into the ball, and 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 I think my bowling figures speak for themselves.
0: Yes, yes. No, I, I think you are one of the great bowlers, James. Um, Cam Kelly would like to know if you've still got your speed racer uniform.
2: <laughs> uh, no, no. Um. You know, it's funny. Cam and I were talking about that uh, yesterday. Um, the whole speed racing night, and uh, yeah, I mean, I think it was actually I had a look and found and found the details of the night because it was like four four and a half years ago, and it was uh, the beach night that we had while you were while you were social president, yeah. Craig. And uh, night, yes. yeah, and there was a uh, there was a. Um, there was a watermelon there, which I think Airsy had carved out. And so it, it got put on my head and uh it had a likeness to the Speed Racer. And um I mean I had to make some phone calls that night and there was a sausage laying there, uh, that had not been eaten from the barbecue that night. And that became my earpiece so I could have uh I could have some hands-free calls. And of course, I mean, you know, snack on later. Let's let's be serious about who I am, so <laughs>
0: Oh, very very good jazz very very good um and cam kelly's also proposed another question i don't know if you can answer it on air or not but uh why were you so grumpy at youngies one
2: night <laughs> um yeah look uh, it it was just uh you know we we'd had a few sherbets and i don't know what it was but um but, yeah i just you know, normally I think like to think that I'm pretty laid back and that night I was I was just uh I guess a little bit a little bit more forceful than I usually am and, and uh got into a couple friendly, very friendly banter sessions with uh with with Cam Youngy and Louis that night. So um so yeah, that's probably as much as I can say on that topic.
0: Now, James, I think there's something that we've glossed over here. If everyone looks at the uh, artwork of this episode, they'll see James holding an award. Your umpiring career, James, do you want to just give us a bit of a gloss over?
2: Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, sorry, before I before I get into that, I need to give a shout out to the wheel. Um, it's one of the things that I'm really looking forward to, to getting back to the club for. Um, I know. I think. I think if I if I have read between the lines because I wasn't there that night, but I think Berger it caused you a little bit of heartache, or or a bit of a shot to the old Skyrocket. rocket. <laughs> uh, but but I would just like to say to the to the wheel committee that um, I'd I'd like to be a member in in the coming season where possible, and uh, yeah, really looking forward to that. So, um, but anyway, my umpiring career. <laughs> I mean. Um. Well, I mean, it, it's been fantastic, hasn't it? There's been so many highlights, um, and and basically no lowlights. Let's be real. Um, you know, there's uh, you can never lose as an umpire, James. You can never e- lose. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. And and you know, we've had some, uh, we've had some really good times umpiring. And yeah, I mean, look, you know, obviously, no one really wants to hear an umpire prattle on about about how they did, but I, I just yeah, I I really enjoyed my time and, and I found that I guess besides the fact that we're all weird nerds that can't actually play the game, um, you know, there, there's actually some similarities uh to to a sporting organization in the fact that uh we're social, we we build that camaraderie and, and that was that was a really, really good part of my life.
0: Not very well said. Now uh Burger, we've got to jump to our please explain segment, and I'm very happy that Bert, uh, that uh, Dino actually <laughs> responded to a please explain from last episode with Jared Mackay. So thank you very much to Dino for for throwing that out there, <laughs> Burger. Do you want to uh, jump off with uh, your?
1: Uh, you go first because I actually don't have one.
0: Okay, well, my, <laughs> not yet. Anyway, my my <laughs> well, please explains to you, Jordan. Okay. Um, today at about 12 o'clock, did you head, happen to head out to a protest or have, have you, uh, had to the uh, conspiracy theorist lifestyle? Craig, look,
1: I don't really want to answer that question. My whereabouts today are <laughs> uh, none of your business. I will say this. Okay. I'm starting to listen to Dean. I'm starting to be radicalised. I'm wearing a tinfoil hat as we're speaking.
2: Either that or a bike helmet. <laughs> One of the two, depending wearing... on
1: what I find in the streets of Adelaide.
2: <laughs> Are you wearing a sock over your right shoe?
1: <laughs> no, that <laughs> sock's been taken off to put on the door, which Mumma didn't uh, <laughs> <laughs> Respect. <laughs> Jesus.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. you
1: respect me did respect the protocol <laughs> um have i got to give you a please explain do i yes, yes um, that'd be nice craig can you please explain to me why you think that after your parents have just gone through eight months nine months of building to to give the hookie household a nice family home that you have within the first couple of weeks living in that house set up a Baseball tee in your garage that could quite easily go through any of the walls. Let's be honest, you're not that good at hitting a ball. And secondly, throwing a roast potato over the brand new carpet. Please explain. Uh,
0: thank you very much for your question. Um, great question. Um, baseball, I've uh, I think that I'm the next Derek Jeter or Aaron Judge. Um, for the ones that are playing at home, they're New York Yankees baseball players. I think I'm the future of the game, to be honest, in uh, in Australia. So, uh, Melbourne Aces, watch out. I'll, I'll be uh, coming that way. Well, with white ball cricket coming up, Jordan, I've decided that I'm going to have to increase my uh, my bat speed. So, um, just my aim this I season I think you'll have six, a good... Say- oh, to be honest, my, nice.
1: you know, you've been working very hard in the off-season.
0: You've been doing weights.
1: Um, you know, I, you quite regularly send me just you with a dumbbell practicing a cow corner slog <laughs> like that's going to help
2: i'm committed to this well, th- i'm
0: really committed to this i think thing.
2: you're being i think you're being too nice uh burger no 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 Hon- i haven't finished honestly i haven't okay. finished good good you'll have a good
1: season grade. <laughs> <indeed, right? laughs>
0: <laughs> no, no that, that's fair that's fair and the uh, roasted bo- roast potato, were, I'm just sorry, it, sometimes you got to be honest with yourself, and if the food's rubbish, the food's rubbish. So it, we're not all forced to be fed. Um, you don't have to eat if you don't want to. So I thought you know, that Craig, was the uh, best theory. I will expose Brett. Brett's best theory was that we threw it at mum, but instead it got thrown at Brett.
2: Craig, I'd, I'd just like to add that I think you need to ask a serious question of Shane, which would be... You know, would you rather eat a beautiful meal without gravy or or serve up the uh, the garbage that he is? I mean, it's a, it's a tough question.
0: Well, I know, I know it is answered, but... Um, James, uh, at the end of every podcast, we like to uh, ask our guests what they'd like to tell the criminal <laughs> public, the members. Do you have a message uh, from the members?
2: Look, I think the message uh the message for the members is um that you know I, I really want to start a social media campaign for uh, obviously a socially distant and COVID safe way for us to have a third nugget off. Um, you know, if I mean be- I know I know burgers just ripped shreds off uh ripped shreds off Kelly's, but Kelly's if you're listening and you've got some nuggets lying around um, you know, I mean, obviously, you would only sponsor me, and 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 not the other hacks trying to uh, trying to compete for second. But um, but you know, if if there's any if there's any local businesses uh, floating about who who would like to arrange a contra deal for some sponsorship, then then that's something I can negotiate. Yeah, no, that's
0: very fair, Jordan. Do you have a message for uh, the members
1: next week? At- uh, I think we're going to meet at Fed Square. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> come, come without masks, and bring knuckle dusters. <laughs> uh, well, no, I'm not condoning Just um, hang on. There's a knock at the door. I think it might be the federal police. <laughs> no, they're on
0: to you already. Uh, my visit to the members. Uh, go, I just wanted go. to
1: give another shout-out to Sydney Stack and uh, and uh, Coleman Jones, really. Good on you, boys. I mean, if anything was worth going to a strip club over, it's ruining the AFL season, so go them.
0: <laughs> <laughs> My message to the members uh, is that uh, I'll give you a bit of an update on the season, is the Dead Is are currently preparing some scenarios that will be released to clubs, hopefully... Um, when stage four ends, which is hopefully going to be next week. Um, But, yes, they are being prepared, all different dates, all different lead-in times. So uh, please uh, watch this space um, regarding the season. Um, There will be some news very, very shortly. Um, Feedback that I've been hearing is it's probably... don't hold me as gospel... Um, but yes if you haven't got team app yet make sure you hop, jump on team app because um, when the season does kick around it will be uh, super important that you're on that to uh, get all the team details and give us a point of qualification. other than that I have got nothing further to add James thank you very much for joining us on the podcast I think this is probably going to be one of those ones that we listen back to and we just laugh for 55 well, minutes but, um, it's been great having you on <laughs> if someone's got this far I, uh, I congratulate Yeah them. yeah It'll
2: just look thank thank you to you guys for uh for setting your time and sticking to it. I really appreciate it.
1: <laughs> Sorry mate. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay, it's a lifestyle of the uh to be honest no, mate, that... I was actually on a conference call with a couple of other uh extremists.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, I've got to close this off before the police close this uh, off. Uh, the, the government will just end the One, two, here three, page Street. Uh, <laughs> Come find
2: me.
0: Uh, thank you very much, James, for joining us. Thank you very much, Berger. Um Insightful as always. Um, I hope you're doing all well at home again. Um, if you've got any issues or you need to chat to someone in the Creek Club, Communication line is always open, so please uh, feel free to reach out. Um, other than that, uh, we'll have a new episode dropping in two weeks' time. Uh, happy to have your feedback directed our way. Whether or not we've listened to, that's up to us, I suppose. Um, but, yeah, thank you very much for listening to Episode 4, Season 3 of the Kramer Career Club's Eagle Nest Podcast, and I'll catch you next time.